Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merrymaker Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. Well, welcome back to the Get Merry podcast. And we are really excited today because, as you guys know, we mostly do in real life interviews, but there came an opportunity to interview one of our most favorite people who was all the way on the other side of the planet. So we are so beyond excited to welcome Alex Anzalone to the podcast. Hello. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Oh, we are so happy that, you know, we could work out the time differences and we ha- we found the time and now we're here. It's so exciting. And you're away from Massachusetts. Oh, my God. How do I even say that? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> In the US. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. It's even harder to spell. So, it is. <laughs> I mean, we go way back, really, because I remember the first time we met, we were at the IIN yeah. conference in Australia. It would have been 20. 20- mm-hmm. 14 oh my god I think yeah 14 and I put my hand up in the crowd of hundreds and hundreds of people and Alex came over and started talking and just we began our I guess journey from that point on yeah and I mean I I just want to say like I just remember you so well and I think that says a lot about energy Mm -hmm. and you just have this amazing grace and energy about you and like you could just feel it. Yeah. And I mean, you were running across the room, like handing the microphone and just like beautiful, <laughs> yeah. but like I could feel that Aww. as well. And I know we're going to get into a lot of this through our chat today, but I just wanted to make sure I let you know that you have That's beautiful so energy. Beautiful. You're so kind. Thank you. And I remember you guys very clearly. I was just in awe of you. I'm like, here are these two beautiful women doing amazing things in the world. And I'm just so happy that we stayed connected. Mm. Me oh. too. I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, should we just keep talking about how much we love each other? Okay, now let's yeah. get into it. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> you guys get it, right? We love each other. <laughs> okay, well, I think we should just start with, you know, a bit of background on you. Where, like, what got you into the yoga energy world because that is what you're Mm -hmm. about I mean I love that you're about gemstones and crystals and you know healing through that as well which I think is so exciting but what to take us back to before all of this okay well my journey started actually when I was in my early 20s um it, it was over 20 years ago now and I um was in college and I 
started taking yoga classes and I visited Kripalu because I went to school not too far from Kripalu, which is a really big yoga center here in the U.S. in Massachusetts. Yeah, and my journey really began there. Um, I had always been into, you know, eating healthy and this energy world and loved crystals um, for as long as I can remember. But my life took a turn and I became a lawyer, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. Like, what? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I practiced law for several years in New York. Wow. Wow. And, you know, my health started to deteriorate and I had this calling for something more. And that's when I became a health coach, which changed everything in my life. It changed the whole trajectory of everything. And, um, you know, for a while I did health coaching and then I just, you know, wanted to write a book. And I loved crystals and I have nephews and nieces. And I said, what could I write that could be something that I could share with them. Mm-hmm. And this crystal book came into my mind. And um, so it and also it was really part of my healing journey in 2000. Actually, it's funny, right after I saw you guys in Australia, we um, not too long after that traveled, traveled to India, and mm-hmm. I got really sick there. And oh. it really took everything kind of turned upside down in my life, I would say. And um, it was really uh, a challenging time. I, kind of, I, I was sick for about a month after that. And I had really bad, it was followed by really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And this book became part of my healing journey. So just spending time with the crystals and meditating. And I, at that time also did a a yoga teacher training and it kind of just put me on another path. Instead of the health coaching, I really became interested in writing. So that's the primary thing that I do right now. I love it. And I guess, um, you know, like we get lots of questions. I mean, we have crystals scattered around our house, right? And so many people like on Instagram will be like, oh, I'd love to know more about your crystals. And I mean, we love them. They're beautiful. And we know, you know, the basics about it. But like, yes. like what, like why are crystals such a thing right now? Like they're everywhere, right? Well, in our world anyway, in our little world of Instagram and the friends we hang out with, <laughs> crystals yes. are everywhere. Yes. And like if for someone who knows nothing about them, like what, why? Huh? Like, what are they for? Yes. <laughs> Crystals are, you know, they're these really unassuming. Uh, I like to think of them as energetic beings mm. that are gently guiding us back to our whole original self and connecting wow. us more powerfully to our intuition. Oh. Um, really, they're very powerful tools for healing and empowerment. And it's just a, you would think this is just a rock, right? It's, mm-hmm. but I really feel like they just have this ability to shift things for us and kind of reconnect us with our true nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I often share with people that whether or not you believe in this energetic healing qualities, they're really good reminders of our, of our um, intentions. So, you know, if I'm needing something uh, to support me for Mm. whatever it is, 
um, whether it's for healing, you know, an, an illness or anxiety, or whether it's to, you know, help me to feel greater love in my life or courage. They, they just, they cover everything, you know? So it's really amazing. These little, yeah. you know, beautiful, little colorful, um, energetic beings, as I like to call them, are, are very powerful. <laughs> yeah, they're so mad. Like they, they have that magic feeling about them, just even when you look at them, like the way that the light like reflects on them and the colors. And you, I always look at them and think, wow, like you came from this planet, like you were in the ground and someone yes. found you and how yes. beautiful, like it really is like treasure. It feels like Absolutely. treasure when you have them. Well, I think it's it's it is they're beautiful, isn't it? And I think sometimes we can forget to just sit and contemplate natural beauty, right? Like like beauty is like these are natural like art from mm, the earth. Yes. And yes, with the that power of intention and believe it or not, like, but if you give it an intention, like it becomes powerful to mm, you. So it's absolutely. like even if it's true or not, whatever, it becomes true mm-hmm. because you've made it a thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you're That's holding right. that rose quartz and you give it a meaning in your mind and your heart and your soul of love. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it represents love to self so and to the world and to others. It's and like, ah, it makes absolutely. me so excited. <laughs> yes, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So I, I think the, the next question I have is, do you have a favorite crystal or is that just like too big of a question? Oh, I have so many favorites <laughs> in my collection. Sometimes. Once a month, I not every month, but often I will do my full moon cleansing yes. of my crystals. And I go around the house and I gather all my crystals, put them in a little tray. And I, one time when my life partner, Joshua, saw me with this tray, he's like, oh my God, where did all these come from? <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So I can I just imagine him doing that. that. <laughs> He's just like, when did that happen? <laughs> All these beings. Yeah. Oh, so funny. So, uh, so yeah, the the full moon ritual, the cleansing. Like, what is mm-hmm. what does that do, and why is that important? Um, well, when when we get our, um, you know, when you find a crystal or you buy a crystal. Um, you really, it's a good idea to just take out any old energy that Mm -hmm. is left over in the crystal. So if somebody else was holding it, or it was kind of moving hands, it kind of picks up other energy. And also when we use it, it kind of, you know, it's a cleansing action that it has. So we need to, um, every so often, cleanse the crystal. And I like to cleanse the crystal every time I use it. Mm-hmm. So I take a little um, time, and um, so either you can leave it in the full moon. That's one way to to, to cleanse all of them at once, instead mm-hmm. of you know, it'd be really hard to cleanse one crystal at a time. Always. <laughs> so the moon cleansing is great to just cleanse them all at once. But before I use a stone, um, I like to do a little um, cleansing meditation, which is really quick. You just hold it in the palm of your hands. And in my book, I refer to a purple flame meditation because I think it's Ooh. more fun for kids to visualize a purple flame mm-hmm. cleansing the crystal. Um, it, it's also a very healing light, but you can also imagine a white light um, 
you know, penetrating the crystal and Mm -hmm. cleansing it and, you know, just using your imagination to visualize it being cleansed. Um, And then once you're done, you set an intention with the crystal. Um, And then it's ready ready to be used. And with every crystal, there are so many different qualities to the crystal. I like to say that, you know, pick a crystal that you're drawn to. Yes. And then you look up the meaning and there's like, you'll see that there's like a lot of different attributes um, that it has, but then you choose what resonates with you. Um, So, you know, usually when you're setting an intention, you're just picking one thing that you want this crystal to support you with. Mm. I just love it. I know. I love it too. I think, do you know what's so cool? Like, you know, upon reflecting, it's like, when we were kids, like we loved gemstones and crystals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. lots of kids do love it. And yes. it's so amazing that you've written this book that not only, like as a kid, I just loved it for the pretty factor, right? Like I liked mm-hmm. it for the sparkle. I like to touch the rocks and the gemstones and the crystals. And I didn't really know why. But now right. you've given this beautiful meaning to the kids now that makes yeah, sense to yes. the kids because they can't really pick up like you know the crystal bible and <laughs> exactly. like they're probably not going to enjoy that no. book like we love yeah, that I book have, right I mean, yeah, yeah, I prefer your book it. yeah I prefer your <laughs> book too yeah. like, well and, that's yeah. why we wrote it go ahead <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think yeah your book is it makes it really simple because I think as Emmy said, like these things are getting more and more popular and people are starting to question like how do we use them and your book is like just the most beautiful, simple guide to follow to bring these into your life and actually it's so powerful in the way that it's written because of its simplicity for children and adults because it makes Mm -hmm. it make sense instead of like being overwhelmed with, oh, like I have to do this and this and this. It's just like, no, you just need to sit with it, hold it, set your intention, breathe and boom you're on your way and I just Mm -hmm. I think it's so fun and the even with the the beautiful uh illustrations as well it just makes it an enjoyable read (laughs) thank you I'm so glad you like it and you picked up on what I was trying to do I was really Mm -hmm. trying to make it simple because like you mentioned there are so many crystal books out there but they're very thick and And there's all these rituals and you're like oh my gosh what do I do with this Uh and I'm really into simplicity and the power of simplicity that's really kind of my thing and I think that's what crystals are it's just like this beautiful thing to look at and it Uh can have such an impact so I really wanted something that was and I'm very visual I wanted something that was very visually appealing and something that had simple ways to Mm -hmm. use your crystals Um, so we have like these simple meditations and affirmations you know and just a few a few attributes of each crystal in the book. There's eight crystals in the book. And um, just to keep it simple, but know that there are many more attributes and mm-hmm. you might resonate with something else. Um, it's not limited to what I've written in the book, but here are some you know, main attributes of these crystals in the book. And um, you know, aside from meditating, just having them on your desk, like when I'm working or writing, mm-hmm. I have them on my desk. Um, what ones do you have on there. your desk? I, oh my gosh, so many. I have um, <laughs> I have lapis lazuli because, as I mentioned in my book, it's great for communicating your thoughts. Um, and 
you know, it's very beautiful kind of looks, mine looks like a little globe. It's round and, you know, it just helps with communication. So I have this on my desk when I'm writing so that I can communicate whatever I'm trying to in my writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also citrine is great. Um, I have some citrine on my desk. It's like a stone of abundance and to help you kind of like focus and get stuff done. Mm-hmm. So that's there. Um, oh, so many. One of my other favorites right now is it's called polychrome jasper. Uh, it's beautiful. It looks kind of like you're in the um, Arizona desert and it, it looks like the sky and the sunset and the red rocks all in wow. one beautiful rock. And it's very grounding and soothing and calming. So this is a rock that I, I use a lot. Oh, I like the sound of that. We have, when we on our desk, we have amethyst for creativity and we, we too have citrine in the mm-hmm. corners of yes. our windows i love citrine it's probably my favorite and then we have, I, there's a massive rose quartz just in front of us yeah there. all of that <laughs> the love because all of, you know all the love yeah i feel like you can never have enough rose quartz <laughs> no no we need a lot of that i have that everywhere <laughs> just scatter it yeah i think let's talk about meditation because i feel like this okay. too this is something that you know, we get a lot of questions about, and again, it's something that can be overwhelming, confusing, because there's so Mm -hmm. many types of meditation, and how do you do it? You have to sit like this, you have to close your eyes, you have to breathe like this, and it gets overwhelming. Like, I'd love to know, what do you do for your meditation practice, and yeah, I guess, what are some tips on how to begin a meditation practice? Uh, That's a great question. I mean, I practice, I studied kundalini yoga, so I do Mm. um, these breath meditations, but, you know, if you're a beginner, I would say start, you know, really simple. Like in my book, I have um, just very simply, you know, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath, connecting with your heart um, and, you know, just breathing and being being with yourself, being mm-hmm. present with yourself. It's great to use a crystal if you, you know, set an intention and you can kind of feel into that um, intention. Um, For example, with the rose quartz, if you want to experience greater feelings of love, you know, sitting with the rose quartz and breathing into it and imagining how would I feel if I felt that greater sense of love and really just Mm -hmm. being with that sensation. So I think it can be as simple as that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think how amazing is that question? How would I feel if X, Y, Z, dot, dot, dot. And when you begin to think about it, then you begin to feel the feelings and suddenly it's a real feeling. And that's the power of the thought and setting that intention. So, yeah, I mean, do you meditate every day? <laughs> Virtually every day. Yeah. I mean, I, I, know. I For a while it was like I was hardcore every day and then I mm-hmm. kind of loosened that up a little mm-hmm. because I, you know, there's days when I just want to wake up and, and yeah. relax a lot of times I do meditate and um, I have, you know, even if I do a few minutes, like the mm-hmm, Kundalini, yeah. you yeah. say, even if you just do it for three minutes, it's going to make a big difference. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It doesn't, you wouldn't think that, but if you just sit down to do a little breath work for three minutes, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it can be very powerful. Well, I think that's the, it changes your thought pattern. It changes your state right away, right? And even though it's just that tiny, short time. And I think that's where we can kind of create those blocks where we we hear that, oh, 
you have to meditate for 20 minutes a day, twice a day to feel the, the benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, you don't. We mm-hmm. can just like strip it all back. We can simplify it. You can focus on your breath, literally deep belly breaths for one minute and you will begin to feel benefits. Yeah. And That's that cool. might be the little like gateway to your meditation practice. It's like everyone's practice looks a little differently and we don't want to create those blocks before we even give us an opportunity to start. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I, I, I agree. It doesn't have to be complicated. And um, one thing I love about Kundalini is that it, it really focuses on the breath during meditation. Yes. I think that can really take you deep very quickly. Yeah. So tell so Kundalini yoga. So most of our listeners, actually all of our listeners would have heard us talk about yoga and Pilates mm-hmm. before, obviously, but yes. Kundalini yoga is a little different. So you've done your training in Kundalini. Yes. Tell us about that experience. And what is, uh, I guess, the, the base of Kundalini? What is it? to do it is yeah it's it's a very powerful form of yoga I would Mm. say it's it's not your typical yoga Mm. um it you know like when you if you go to a kundalini class there'll be you know kind of sometimes unusual movements you do you know and it can be really um it, it really like raises your energy like it's that it you know we say it raises your kundalini it really yeah. is very powerful in a short amount of time um i like to say that it's a powerful tool to give you an experience of your soul because it really mm-hmm. like it, it works quickly to kind of connect you with your essence and to kind of clear away things um and so it's a combination of breath mantra and and movement um and it's very powerful so i i really have realized that i like to focus more on the breath work part of kundalini um part of that is i think when you know for me i experience anxiety sometimes and i'm like a vata body type so i need to stay grounded and kundalini can like kind of throw you up in the sky it like yes. makes it really puts it, it's really powerful so for me I need grounding things so I really just do simple breath work to kind of connect me more um you know with with myself and with earth earthy energy yeah yes. I love it I mean it's so funny because we can think about our first kundalini yoga experience this was before like we'd even got into yoga and we saw it <laughs> on a conference schedule like oh yoga yeah like we need a good stretch like we'll go to yes. kundalini yoga that sounds great and we we went into the class and we were like what is this like we were doing wahe guru with the head turning and, and it, yes. was, it was yes. so fun we just kind of went in and we were like all right this is what we're doing right and I love it oh my gosh like such an amazing experience mm-hmm. and I mean we recently went to mm-hmm. another kundalini class and I was like what the heck just yes. happened where am I like I am like seriously off the planet like it took me yes. somewhere definitely and into the ether, yeah. <laughs> into the the ether. <laughs> and yeah wow but I think maybe I'm the same maybe I need to keep my feet on the ground <laughs> yes. actually it's it's really amazing just because of my the health stuff that I went through it made me realize like all right I need to kind of focus my kundalini practice yeah. on things yeah. that are more grounding and not, you know, do every, I think it's good, like from these practices to take what works for you is really important. Exactly. Anything in life is to take what works for you. And 
some part of my, um, you know, how I dealt with that is using grounding crystals. So mm. when I'm practicing, so for example, um, pyrite, um, pyrite looks kind of like gold, but it's, it's not, it's, it's quite heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very beautiful. Um, and it's, it's just a grounding stone and black tourmaline is another mm-hmm. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. That's very grounding. Yeah. So I find that it's really helpful for me to work with those kinds of stones, even though I might use something like a clear quartz or mm-hmm. an amethyst, which are very, um, you know, kind of crown chakra crystals and very like uplifting they kind of put you into the ether like you were saying we also (laughs) need crystals that will ground us into that yeah it's funny like i feel like so you know amethyst and clear quartz they they're shiny sparkly like they're the clear you know beautiful Mm -hmm. ones that we're so drawn to and then yeah you talk about the other crystals and maybe they're they're more dense they're more that solid feeling and and maybe they're the ones we need Yeah, I think I need to get some black tourmaline in my house. Like, seriously. My house is filled with amethyst and um, rose quartz. Yes, it's good to balance it out. Yeah. I like this. Oh, uh oh, we have to go to the crystal shop. Damn. I'm so sad about that. I know. I know. It's hard. Uh, So, I think, uh, like, let's go back to, you know, the decision where you made that you made to leave your lawyer job. Was mm-hmm. like, how did you make that decision? And I think this is where the, the question of you know intuition comes in. Like, I want to mm-hmm. hear about what's your definition of following that. What does it feel like for you? You know, it's interesting because all my life I really thought that I, because I was always like a very kind of spiritual person, mm-hmm. um, not in the religious sense, just kind of always wondering about the bigger picture in life mm-hmm. and. You know, wanting to follow my heart always, but I had this part of me that, you know, from, you know, my upbringing that I needed to do something practical in this world. And I thought that, you know, that was being like a lawyer or doctor or something that a path that was paved. Um, You know, I didn't know what else to do. And, you know, but I knew I liked you know, I enjoyed helping people with, uh, you know, their eating habits and just overall wellness. Um, And when I was working as a lawyer, I would teach other lawyers how to eat healthy. And so I was already on that path and looking for something more. Um, So I was just kind of following that intuition, but I had no idea that my life would turn out. It always happens the way you don't (laughs) expect it, I think. At least for me, that was my experience. I just, you know, had this desire to, to do more with my life. And actually, I, my health issues started at that time, interestingly, mm-hmm. because I just started feeling foggy. It was like, the, you know, the universe was deciding for me, like, all right, you're not, you're not going to keep doing this. Because mm-hmm. um, my health, you know, started to, to decline at that time with, you know, getting foggy brained. And that's when you know, at the same time, I was looking into health coaching and being a health coach. And I just, there was just something in me that I I couldn't do it. I just physically could not do it anymore, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, I think um, it's like that is following your intuition when it's like your body is literally giving you signs. And I mean, we can fight it and fight it. We can 
turn off the awareness to the body and, you know, keep listening to the mind and, you know, those thoughts of like, no, like I have to do this to earn money. I have to do this because I've just, I studied for this many Mm -hmm. years and like, Mm -hmm. like, I think many people come to these points in life. I know we did as well. It's like, you know, you've dedicated these years and this time and energy and, and as well, like society, family pressures, like all these things make us believe we need to follow this certain path. But yes. the true path that we need to follow is the one that we know in our hearts. And these, this is what the body does. It gives us signs. It gives us little like, oh, like, maybe you're going the wrong way and that appears in like health stuff foggy brain that that feeling of like i'm not meant to be there i remember feeling that in like our old jobs our government jobs and Mm -hmm. i just remember having that feeling of i'm not meant to be here like this is not my life and it was like i had to leave because i'm gonna like have a meltdown and it didn't come Mm -hmm. in health stuff but it was like my mental health it was like what the hell am I doing here? And I think it is like one of the most courageous things we can ever do is listen to those, those little feelings and that intuition because that's like you're going against the flock, right? You're going, you're taking the Mm -hmm. other path. You're forging your own path. So it's like, cool. It's a magical thing. So it is magical. How lucky are we all for be be doing that? (laughs) So lucky. I mean, I know it can be terrifying. And even for me, who I was always like this, you know, ever since I was young, like traveling alone and like I thought I had this courage, but it's kind of scary. It can be scary when Mm. you're you don't know what you're gonna do with your future, how you're gonna pay the bills. But it just you you know, like we have no choice. We have it's like so important to follow our hearts and our calling because when we do things align yes and we just need to to trust that it's a magical process the doors open and you get little like sprinklings of signs along the way synchronicities synchronicities i mean i know that one huge synchronicity for us like i just love this story so much was when um you know, we, we studied with IAN and we were traveling to New York and I remember I just messaged Joshua and I was like, oh, hi, Joshua, we're going to be in New York. Blah, blah, blah. If it turns out, like, we'd love to come into the office and see everyone. And then randomly mm-hmm. you guys were in town and randomly we got to have dinner together. And this That's was like, right. And then we're running across the highways in New York and we used yeah. Uber for the first time and we were like, what is Uber? Like, Joshua and Alex had their own car. Person, <laughs> I like we were just like, what the hell? How did Joshua just get a car like with his phone? Like it was outrageous, and now we use it all the time, yeah, obviously. But we were like, oh my gosh, like what is this? Yeah, and I just think that this is the stuff you look out for when you do take that leap of faith, right? You, I mean, yes. is there something in your life where you've been like, yeah, there's been many signs? And many knowings that I'm on the right path, even when it feels like, oh, this is hard and this is scary. Yeah, I think everything. I think, I mean, looking back, I, I've i always been just really dedicated to following my intuition because I, I just always felt like there's more to life than this, you know? Mm. It's just a, a knowing. And I think that, you know, the more you follow that, you like little signs appear and it's baby steps. And sometimes you're like in the dark for a little while, but Mm -hmm. then another step appears. Mm -hmm. And it's just, 
you know, I mean, so many magical things, you know, have happened. Um, just even, you know, going to IIN and meeting my life partner. Um, yeah. I, never, I never would have imagined that my life would take this turn. I had no idea I would be writing books, honestly. Like I'm working on another book now. I have no, I had no idea. It's just like one little step, you know, just trusting that yes. it's all gonna, it's all gonna work out. It's gonna, the next step will present itself. And, yes. and that's it. I love that. The the power of the little step, right? That one little (laughs) step. And the trust. The just like, oh, gotta have that unwavering faith that this is like what is meant to be is right here and right now. And whatever happens is exactly what's meant to happen. And it's such an amazing way to live your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. So we are almost out of time, but we have uh, room for a few more questions. And I I feel like, you know, I remember like back in when I first, when we first started, we had like Mm -hmm. one quote that, you know, really helped us get through like a, you know, a few words of just like, yeah, this is the main life lesson (laughs) right now. Mm -hmm. What would be your main advice for someone who is, maybe hearing that calling and maybe feeling drawn to take a leap of faith, what would you tell them? I would tell them to continue to follow your heart because it will, it will work out. I I believe that the universe really supports us. You know, things are really shifting in the planet and a lot of people are being called to do something more meaningful in their life. We can see it kind of all around us. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, follow that calling and surround yourself with people that that mm. follow that calling as well and that have created something magical with their lives because it gives you hope and it reminds you of the possibilities. Ah, uh, I love that advice so much. Like amazing. and it's it's simple and it's like so effective. <laughs> Listen to follow your heart and see other people following their hearts because it's just proof that you can do it and it's all going to be okay. That's right. That's right. I love it. Thank you so much, Alex. And so tell us a a little bit more about your book. Where should people go to find out more and definitely get their copy because using crystals is so fun and so powerful. Absolutely. So my book is, it's available on Amazon. Um, It's called Using Gemstones to Connect with Your Superpowers. We all have these superpowers inside of us that sometimes need a little help coming out like courage and, you know, loving ourselves, loving others and confidence. Um, So, you know, it it really is all about connecting with those superpowers and Mm -hmm. and crystals crystals help us do that. Um, You can also go to my website, alexanzalone.com. And, um, you know, there's a little bit more information about the book there. And um, I always recommend people to start with tumbled stones because they're less expensive and they feel Mm -hmm. good to to hold. And, um, you know, and if you can't find the crystals in the book, there's eight crystals that are paired with meditations and affirmations. You can just find a crystal of a similar color. Mm -hmm. It will, it'll be just as, as powerful. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah, making it simple for everyone. And we will put those links in the show notes as well. So go ahead and check out Alex's stuff and the book. It's so beautiful. We love our coffee and we've shared it also with our friends' children and they love it as well. So it's so special. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for your time and your energy and all of the amazing advice and stories that you've shared with us today. We are so grateful. My pleasure and honor. Thank you both. It's been so great talking to you and connecting with with you both. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.